Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Lobbycast. I'm here with a wonderful Hazel, as per usual these days, because Khan has abandoned us. He has not abandoned us, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we have watched, it was my choice this week, uh, after you've had a go twice, uh, one film that we hated and one film that we quite liked, I think. Yes, we very much liked um, It was uh, my goal this week, uh, and I made that decision in about, what, 10 minutes? You gave me 10 minutes notice of refusing to want to uh, uh, choose a film this week. Um, I just felt it was your turn. It's true, you're right. Uh, so we have decided to watch a Netflix film. So obviously we're, we're watching stuff that you can watch at home. So uh, we're watching a film on Netflix called Good Time. Uh, it is a Safety Brother film, uh, Safety Brothers film. Uh, from 2017, I want to say. Yeah, yeah 2017. 2017. Because you are very good at this, why don't you do a little plot synopsis? I feel like you always make me do this. Okay, so the film follows uh, two brothers. Um, one of the brothers is mentally disabled. Um, and the other brother decides to get them involved in a bank robbery together. Uh, and during said bank robbery, one, the mentally disabled brother does get caught, um, and the film then follows the other brother's attempts to get him out of prison. Yes, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a good uh, good summary. And I get, I get you to do this because you're good at it, because uh, I, I would stumble over my words as I even do now when I have nothing to say. So, thoughts, Hazel? Um... So I actually knew nothing about this film um, at all when you picked Excellent. it. Um, I didn't know, I don't know who the Safdie brothers are. I'm very, very sorry. I know that I am a film no. fan, but I don't know a lot of actual things. Um, I thought, like, the film kept me gripped the whole way through. Amazing. Um, like, to points that, like, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, I've never wanted people to escape from places as much <laughs> in my whole life. Like, I was there going, oh, my God, please don't turn around. Please, no one come back. Um, so, yeah, it kept me gripped. I didn't know where it was going. I thought there were lots of new characters thrown in it. And I actually thought every character was really well well done um, that was in the film. So, like, because it is very random. Like, it's this weird cast of characters and... Um, so yeah, so I thought that that was very interesting. Um, it was set in New York, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, New York City, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't feel like your classic, I'm set in New York City yeah. film. Like it felt grungy and dirty and grimy. Yeah. Um, I was just sitting there at the end. It definitely wasn't, uh, he's just not that into you or whatever that film. No, was. but even if I think about a film like The Town, which was set in Boston and the way that that. I've not seen that. Portrays, have you not seen that? No, it's supposed to be good, huh? It's very good. But yeah, I felt like that sort of portrays Boston in a different way that this kind of um, mm. was in New York. Uh, yeah, so I think it really kept me want wanting to know what was going to happen next. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I only know the Safety Brothers from, from one of their other films because it's been talked about a lot. And that's Uncut Gems. Uh, again, was on, on I haven't Netflix. watched it yet. My God, Hazel, if you thought this film was good, Uncut Gems is just the next level. Um, so the Safety Brothers, uh, it, uh, they're both directors and writers. Uh, and obviously one of them, um, Benny Safdie, is also an actor. Uh, I think they've been making films for a very long time. But um, 
and not so far real huge blockbusters i think the the first one obviously very good films as you can see here the first one uh, that really got a lot of exposure uh, beyond the critical circle i think was uncut gems were obviously fantastically cast adam sandler which is um, rare because i'm not an adam sandler fan so right, neither am i neither am i but we're, we're talking about good times so, yeah. so first thing i want to say is you're absolutely spot on, kept you on the edge of your seat, kept you completely gripped. Uh, you, I mean, everything you've said was spot on. The, the characters are really well-rounded, well-written. They weren't caricatures. Uh, you, Robert Patterson, I'm going to be honest, I have a bit of a man crush on Robert Patterson, uh, mainly because of the, the choices of films that he makes these days. I mean, he mm -hmm. is the guy from Twilight, let's not forget, you know. But it's like he's trying to shake that off and he does that really well with the films he picks. Oh, it's, I, I mean, I think he's, he's shaken that off. But even, like, I, I hold a torch for Twilight, not necessarily two, three, four, and four and a half, but, but definitely the, f the first film, I think, is, is oh, very I'm, decent. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Twi hard, so don't, don't worry on, the, those, on, the, on that count. Are you team Jacob or team uh, whatever the other guy is called? Um, I was definitely team Edward. To Edward, that's, that's his name. See, I can't even remember. But yeah, Sarah said something. Uh, of course, she was here watching it with me and is again refusing to be part of the podcast. But hey, ho. she she said something where you you sort of completely believe the character. Like you you forget that people are acting. You just completely bought into the character, uh, and and I think that was so important. And you spoke about the randomness of the stories. Like yeah. when he got into the taxi and then realized that the person who thought who he thought was one person actually ended up being, which took me completely by surprise. I did yeah. not see that coming. Did not see that coming. Uh, and then that guy uh, starts telling a story that has nothing to do with anything, but then sort yeah. of goes full circle and, and, and fits into, into the story. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a very visceral film. I think it's a very uh, violent film in, in parts without being yeah. gratuitous. I think uh, super gritty. You, you said that already. I think, yeah, it could really be, any American city, it didn't need to be New York. I think the only reason we know that is because there was sort of like a bit of drone footage at the beginning. Uh, yeah. Because otherwise it could be, like you said, it could be any gritty, dark, it could be Detroit, it could be Chicago, it could be any of those cities, in, in my opinion. Um, you didn't know, you, I mean, everything you said is spot on. You didn't know where the was film, uh, film was going. I actually knew nothing about this film other than the fact that it's a Safety Brothers film and that Robert Patterson was in it. Um, yeah, and, I uh, actually was like, I, at the end just there, I was like, why is it called Good Time? Yeah, neither. I've, I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. I think even, I mean, Jennifer Jason Lee is in this film as well. And obviously she's been, she's been on the scene for a very long time, almost unrecognizable uh, in, in the, I don't know, was it his girlfriend? Was it, I have no idea who that was. Uh, you know, the, the, the lady with the credit card. Um, I got the feeling she was his girlfriend. Yeah, some something like that, in, in, in fact. And I, I mean, for me, I absolutely loved the, the, the circular nature of the film. I mean, it started in a certain setting with a certain person. We're always trying not to do spoilers, of course. So, uh, And it sort of ended in the same sort of setting. And, and there was almost like a morality tale being told about you know good and bad influence when you that when it comes to the very last scene and they they sort of i guess play that game or or, or do that exercise where they cross the room and you can sort of i guess really get an an idea of what is going on in his head and 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 it's almost like all the disappointment and all the uh frustration and all the sort of sadness of that life sort of 
gets played in front of you. I thought that was a very, very, very clever way of doing that. Yeah, I mean, the opening scene, I was gripped from the opening scene. I was like, just um, Benny's acting in that opening scene is amazing. Phenomenal. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't know what was going on, but I felt it um, immensely. It was, like, just really powerful. So I think I was literally, like, hooked from the minute it started. Because when, when, when that tear started rolling, you were like, hang on a second, there's something going on here that we don't yet understand. And I'm not yeah. sure I, I understand it now, uh, but no. it absolutely was that hook to get you in into the story. You're, you're spot on. So let's let's talk about standout performance. Um, I would actually say, and I do agree that I thought Robert Pattinson was brilliant in it and it was a great choice of film for him. Um, but I'm going to say Benny Safdie, um, just like for that opening scene, I thought it was so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with, with Robert here in this case, simply because I just think it is absolutely phenomenal uh, how he can, he's like w what I usually refer to as a true actor, as in you can believe him, whether he's in a comedy, whether he's in a, in, in a thriller, whether he's in a, in a drama, like whatever role he gets himself into, I, I felt he completely em embodies that. And the, you know the scene where they're at the at the girl's house and and he uh, sort of sits in front of that flickering television mm -hmm. um and it just he's so skeletal and he's like the tattoos are showing in the and it's just he completely embodied that role and also you don't know his motivation no like like why the bank robbery like re that never gets that never gets resolved and i and, and i absolutely love that um so for me robert patterson for you benny safety both i think fantastic i think like you said at the beginning every single character in this including like small roles like the security guard you know yeah, like he was great uh, uh, absolutely absolutely well written and, and, and really well played um would you see it again I would see it again and I would go and, I mean, Uncut Gems is in my um, Netflix ad to list, but uh, despite lockdown, I actually have barely watched anything on Netflix. I must be yeah, same, the only same, person. Same. Um, and, uh, but yeah, no, I would definitely go, I would watch this again and I would go and watch some other stuff again. I think I'd be able to watch this now a bit more relaxed because <laughs> it was just bits that I was like, oh, my nerves. <laughs> if, you, if you felt this film put you on edge... Trust me, uncut gems, and and you know how they, they and we actually did a little experiment. Uh, Sarah actually got me to turn off the sound at some point, and it changes the film completely because you constantly have that sort of a really urgent sort of under underlying sort of almost like a drum beat of of yeah. music in the background, that sort of electronica type stuff. And as soon as you take that away, it changes the the film completely. So I think. Uh, we, we absolutely need to talk about the music. Again, the Safety brothers are, are involved in making the music as well. So very, very talented uh, duo there. Um, star rating? I am, I'm going to go in with a solid four. I'm, go I'm going to go four and a half, actually. I'm, I'm going to push the boat out this week, uh, which I very rarely do. But I, I really, really... And it's, it's difficult, again, because I don't think I, I enjoyed the film or liked the film. Because I, I, I'm not sure it's a film that you can go, ah, you know, ah, I really enjoyed Good Time. But I, I, I can appreciate the filmmaking and I think the, the ability to evoke emotion and, and, and almost like an anxiety and sort of, you know, you, like you clench your fists the whole time and you're sort of wondering what's going to happen next. I think that's a real skill. So yeah. I'm going to go on with four and a half. I mean, I'm, I'm not really a jolly film kind of person. So um, 
this uh like my friends all laugh at me like I'm just not into rom-coms and things like that uh so this totally was right up my strasse um right up your strasse very good I I can't <laughs> wait for you to see the broken circle breakdown then uh, I, I believe um Khan has recommended that for you to be put on your list yes so let me know but like I said watch it on a good day is my recommendation right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the best thing you can do to help uh, lobby cast is to please go on iTunes and leave us a review uh, please write something because that really helps us if you want to support the podcast please go and leave us a review we don't want your money we don't even you know need you to share us on Instagram even though you could very well do that but <laughs> please if you leave us a review that really helps any last words from you Hazel just a couple of moments of your time and a few kind words that's that's all we need ah oh, beautifully said right that's us uh, we'll see you again probably next week we're getting good at this aren't we we are yeah okay bye bye